If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only we are it, it's an icon guys miss sarah frazier okay well i'm honored to be up there in the icon status you know i mean you've had suzanne summers on as a repeat i mean that's an icon honey fucking love suzanne summers I love David her. Yanship, I would, I would. And and by the way, also, I love our fans. Um, I was reading our YouTube comments and one fan said, you know, I enjoy when Sarah's on because she's the only person that seems to be able to get David to smile. I saw I that. Like, David, what's going on? Are you, are you not entertained by your guests? What, what do you well, not li- smile? Listen, I mean, I meant to, I saw that comment. I'm entertained by Suzanne Summers. I mean, I love her. I really do. Um, am I entertained by all these guests that pop by? No, no, thank you. Um, I mean, that 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 Kim D man. Sometimes listen, Kim is one of my best friends. Sometimes you just want to strangle her. You know what I mean? Like, I get it, guys, when Jacqueline Larita is here and Kim is just interjecting her opinions. But you know what? We have Jacqueline Larita on the podcast because of Kim D. That's a very good friend of hers. Kim makes one call and she's like, shut the fuck up. Talk to David. So we're not knocking Kim D, guys. Um, But I don't know. You bring out a smile in my face at times, Sarah. I'm happy that we, you know what? We enjoy, you know, uh, podcasting together. So um, I just thought that was funny because, you know, no offense. I only watch our YouTube videos on YouTube. So when people say, oh, David actually smiles, I'm like, now I got to go watch the other ones. Does he not? Smile Watch. on the other shows. Girl, I smiled for Suzanne Summers. I smiled I'm ear to fucking ear. I don't, I mean, man, uh, that's, people ask, what are the, my, that is one of my, both times. I just, I, I love the woman. She's an icon. I don't blame um, you. And shout out to our amazing listeners. And wait, real quick, can I talk about, because people are inquiring about advertising with us on these two podcast episodes we do a week. Real quick, you guys have heard us say it. Uh, now we're getting emails from you. And a lot of people are saying, well, what's a good match for you guys if I wanted to advertise on your show? Guys, 85% of our audience is women. And of course, fabulous LGBTQ plus people. We love you. Uh, so look, if you are trying to reach a group between 25 and 45, 50-ish, a lot of women, anything under the sun, if you work for a company that's an alcohol company, that's a lifestyle business, travel, people are back traveling across the world now that COVID uh, is over. If you have a company of beauty products, skin, hair, makeup, these are all great brands. We know that all of you guys either own your own terrific companies or work for amazing companies. And you got an advertising budget. You got to market. You got to get out there. I don't know anyone except for maybe Joe Rogan who doesn't advertise. 
Show at gmail.com. And just let me know that you want to inquire about rates with Behind the Velvet Rope times TSFS, and we'll get you those rates. We would love to get you on. We have some amazing uh, listeners already in the works. We can't wait to share their brands with you. But guys, we get ROI. We are looking to create a long-term partnership with you. And that's where advertising is at. These shotgun blasts of advertising just don't work, David. And can I tell you something before we start to yes. talk about what you guys have been asking for for six weeks? No, really, it's been six days, Kim and Croy. Um, just for all you advertisers that are on the fence of having an initial conversation, um, let's just go back to the classic example. I sat here. I got a new client. I don't wear bras. I am very, very open to any man that wears a bra. Honey love. Kim D responds three hours late. All, I send the bra to Sarah. Her tits are perky. It's, it's it, right where it needs to be. 20% off with code velvet. People don't realize, Sarah girl, I owe you two rounds of drinks. Now I know you turned your nose up. She wants the Tiffany's instead. But because Sarah, when Sarah and I talked about Honey Love and I sent it to her, Honey Love sold. I, Sarah, you sold a lot of bras, girl. <laughs> I owe you like, so no, I, did you see that you go, go, you say you look at the YouTube comments. There's comments. Wait. Uh, yeah. I want a bra. I want a bra. Yes, I bought a bra because of you guys. Yes, I loved those 20% off with code velvet. So guess what, guys? (laughs) I've kind of become the bra king. Listen, you know, I'm going to be honest before we talk about Kim and Croc. I don't mind boobs. I mean, there's a lot of other things on the women that the the things that happen that I, they're not, it's not for me when I think of what I want sexually. Um, But I don't mind, I don't mind, you know, playing with some boobs, having some boobs in my face. Why not? Right. There's nothing, but I I love a great set of tits too. And I'm Mm -hmm. pretty straight because there's nothing better than a hot dick. I'm sorry. There just isn't like, I'll say it here. And it's nice. Right. Really, If you're on the spectrum of really straight, like, you know, I've experimented and I'm like, all right, I, at the end of the day, I really love dick. There's just nothing better than a hot cock. You know what I mean? I don't mind it. And I mean, I think, you know, on the spectrum of sexual. No, I'm fine with that. And I think on the spectrum of sexuality, my guess, if I was going to put my money on it, is that you have probably experimented more than I have with the with what we don't (laughs) prefer. That's all I have to say. I had a girlfriend in high school and I'm a long way from high school. And that's kind of where it stopped. I love it. You know, I went to an all women's college for four years. I went to Mount Holyoke College. Look, it was just all women. Okay, at some point you're like, all right, you know what? I'll get finger banged by a woman. Let's see what happens. Happens. And I did. And, you know, I mean, I, nothing again. I, hey, whatever you're into, you're into. I just didn't do it for me. It wasn't so for I you. went back to the, I went back to the dick. But you know what? I'm well, very happy. I love my husband. I'm I'm good. Well, with honeylove.com and 20 percent, it doesn't <laughs> matter because it's all from the waist up. They have waist shapers and no. And by the way, girl, I just want to let you know they have a the, the special. It's like it's under like the 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 the, the piping so that the, it doesn't fall down on you when you wear it. You're gonna notice it doesn't fall down. Now, it just it. if you haven't, um, guys, your prayers have been answered. You really, okay. there's thousands of DMs. Kim and Croy, Kim and Croy, Kim and Croy, Kim and Croy. Tell me, well, I want to know all of your thoughts. I was shocked if these two kids. I mean, she seemed all over him. For years, 11 years of marriage, four kids. Plus, you know, he adopted the girls. And I mean, I'm so curious what you think of Brielle and our, oh God, what's the other one's name? Ariana. Ariana, thank you. I mean, you know, they seemed, at first they were like, the rumors were coming out like they were shocked. They were team Croy. Then Brielle unfollowed Croy on social media, which, you know, they're in a tough spot. Um, I, you know- now the latest is that Kim was planning this for a very long time. 
Even friends very close to them in their inner circle around Atlanta had no idea. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire. I don't care. Like all these people come out, you know, Britney Spears' husband did a, a, an IG live and he said, oh, don't believe any of the tabloids. They're bullshit. They're bullshit. A lot of times, you know this, you're in the business. There's, he's not wrong, but he's not right. There's, where there's smoke, there's fire. There, uh, You know, it's even like this Jamie Foxx thing that he was in ICU, you know, I don't know. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. Do I think he's home in L.A.? I think so. I mean, I don't believe that his daughter would go on social media and lie about that. But here we go with Kim and Croy. For how long did we hear in the press financial issues? The house came damn near close to foreclosure in March, but they were able to apparently keep it off of a public auction. But I mean, they kept denying, denying, denying. But you knew there was a shred. There was some truth. And look, there's obviously a lot of truth. I mean, can you like, imagine? How long has she been planning this? Right? How long has she been planning? And can you imagine now it's come out? I mean, they owe the IRS one point one. How are you going to pay back? You know, you know the like messing with the IRS, and you guys know this at home. If you're if you're tax delinquent, you think they're giving you like a payment plan for free? You are paying insane interest every quarter to make that up. You know how much that accumulate? I just, I knew they had financial issues. I didn't realize it was like this deep. Did you? I mean, listen, I feel like, I mean, are, are you telling me that Ben and Jen are going to get a divorce? Yes. Like a, yes. I hope are you? not. But no, I mean, I agree. Listen, I do know. Listen, you, you do. You hear a lot of times you hear for weeks and weeks, these people are having problems or whatever, and they deny, deny, and then they announce you're like, like, look, you heard stuff about like Angelina and Brad forever. And then you're like, well, actually, they're not just getting divorced. They fucking hate each other. And everyone's psychotic that's involved. Here's can I just say one thing before we even get into Kim and Croy? Now, I would never wish anything. I would never wish harm upon yeah, anyone. me neither. I mean, it's fun to speculate. Unless, and, unless you I, wrong I me, unless you wrong me in business, and then I will fucking destroy you. But it, other than that, I do not wish harm on people just for no reason. Here is the best thing about Kim and Croy's divorce. For me, this is the best thing. Are you sitting down, Sarah? I'm sitting. What? What could be the best thing? Okay. This is the best thing. Oh, I know where you're going. You do. I well, hope. You, yeah, I know what you're going to say. I hope, and I pray, and I feel it. And this, and it kind of is a little bit replaced in a scandal. Ball. Oh, um, like I, that is the best thing that we are. My DMs are flood. When I say flooded, flooded. When will you discuss him and Croy? I mean, to me, it's like, can this, listen, I didn't ask for this. I didn't wish for this to happen. Can this replace the scandal that I don't give one rat's fuck about not one rat's fuck can this divorce this to me i'm invested i'm invested i'm invested yes i am sorry i am not invested in ariana and tom and the dancing with the stars and going to ariana is fine i've said it before this is my opinion agree or don't this to me is more the stakes are higher people get divorced all the time sure but yes with four kids and he adopted these two and also we met kim as like you know a person sailor that smokes and is like you know just maybe not refined and then big papa and just we had a whole spinoff show don't be tardy about the love 
between these two people. They went on and on. And I, of course, things change. But like this to me is more shocking. It's I mean, I'm not shocked when anybody gets divorced. So like I'm not shocked because of that. But like Kim is, you know, a little off center, let's just say. But I'm shocked. I mean, this to me is more the stakes are higher. And I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. So I'm more invested already from day four or seven or whatever this is than the scandal. And can this go viral? Can we all just care about this and start talking about this more than the scandal? That's the silver lining for David Yontef and Behind the Velvet Rope. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Listen, you guys know that vodka is my go-to to kind of take the edge off, right? I mean, I talk about it all the time. You guys also know that I just moved into my Hamptons house in my LA house, and life has been a little more stressful than normal. If you could see how I've been living, literally, I mean, I'm too busy doing this podcast to unpack. So there are literally clothes all over the floor. And I just, I have friends that swear by THC gummies. And it's really not been my thing, but I'm like, listen, I need something. And my mind was racing. All I was doing was thinking about unpacking and I also couldn't sleep at night to all my friends use microdose THC gummy. So I'm like, look, let me try it out. I started with the entry level dose, which I love. They have an entry level dose. I'm like, okay, this sounds like me. The wild berry is great. And I have to say the THC gummies from microdose helped me sleep better at night. They definitely took off the anxiety. And I also feel like I'm living more in the moment and I'm not really, when I'm working, I'm not really thinking about unpacking. And when I'm unpacking, I'm not really thinking about work. So listen, check out Microdose. Microdose is available nationwide. And to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code VELVETROW to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that's microdose.com code VELVETROW. Oh, I, I mean, I do think there's a lot here. I agree with you. And I I think Scandaval is beginning to die down. It I don't is. know how you feel. I, I, a lot of, like you said, people were really, really interested in this separation this week. It was a bombshell. I mean, you think about, I would think Andy is lobbying her big time to get the first exclusive interview. Where's Croy going to go? Give his side. 
Um, you know, I thought where you were going with this for sure is I think Kim is coming back as a full-time cast member to RHOA because there's so much, you know, I mean, we'll see, but I would not be surprised if there was an announcement next season that she's back. You know, I, they came out and denied that there was an open marriage because that rumor was big this week that they were open. I never saw those two as being open. Did you? No. And I mean, yeah, they say no. Let's put a pin in Kim coming back because I disagree with you. But before we get there, I no, I don't think there was an open marriage. And, you know, look, I mean, there's I mean, the look where there's smoke for me with finances, you know, I love Kim and I did our live show at City Winery. It was the Q&A. You could ask anything in the world you wanted. One girl stood up. She's like, I don't got a question for Kim. I got a question for David. Who has real money with a housewife and who doesn't? You love to talk about this. I do. I I do. And we'll get into Bethany in a minute because Bethany has a lot to say about this too with the finances with Kim and Cor Yeah, I mean, so there's this $1.1 million tax lien. They also owe around 700 and something thousand, I think, to the Georgia, the government of Georgia, which is how, as we know, that's taxed the the Chrisley's initially started, so they owe money to Georgia. Right. The thing you were saying before we went on air that she's she two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in Vegas is ridiculous to me. I'm not a gambler. I do two fifty when I lose two hundred, not thousand guys, two hundred and fifty dollars right. when I lose two hundred and fifty dollars. I'm out. I don't even really enjoy it to begin with. I'm not going to say here's another dollar because maybe I could win two thousand. I spent two fifty. That's my threshold for that. Yes, I will spend five ten, ten times that on the Louis Vuitton bag, but that's another story. And now what were you saying? She's 200,000. She owes some, you just said something. Else. Well, no, I mean, you know, the other story that came out this week was she spent just days before they announced this, she spent $2,000 on a psychic called psychic Natalie. 200,000, right? No, no, no. 2000, 2000. Wow. But I mean, this is like a week ago when she knows she's $1.1 million in debt. She supposedly this psychic Natalie on Instagram, I looked her up, you know, I don't know, it's charges $625 an hour. Kim had put, on her uh, IG story a week or so ago. Oh my God, on the phone with this amazing psychic almost four hours. So people were doing the math. And you know, Kim's always had this thing about psychics. The psychic was on the show, that that older woman who seemed very sweet, but I think predicted all the birth, you know, sexes of her child completely wrong. You know, again, I, I go to your psychics. I used to be huge into psychics. I spent thousands of dollars. Now I don't, because again, if your destiny was written, wouldn't they all have the same outcome for you? Um, I just don't believe it. But Kim has always had a thing for psychics. I mean, here she is. How I think there's, Kim is such a huge spending issue, right? I mean, don't you think? Um, yeah, I think, and someone else thinks too, um, our good, I, you know, I have a very good friend and her and I know it all. Her name is Bethany Frankel. Um, Bethany, he went on, listen, I agree. There's two people that have weighed in on this, Lala Kent and Bethany. And I agree with both of what they had to say. Bethany was very like, which I agree. Bethany was like the entire problem with America or the world. I think she said America is people who live above their means. And I was like, I, I, I say this all the time. And Bethany was like, you know, live within your means. Stop spending money. Pay your fucking bills. She was very harsh. I agree with every word she said. Do you know the angst? Like, I, I, again, I, I hate to be on a soapbox. When you go into Louis Vuitton and you want that bag, and it's, you know, the on the go is 3,500. You get the on the go. You walk out. You forget about eating that month. 
your credit card bill comes. It says Louis Vuitton on the go, 3500 I pay that in full. Now, when you don't pay that in full and you pay the minimum and you now have paid off $35 or whatever the fuck the minimum is on the on the go, say 1000 and you owe 2500 you don't go back the next month to Louis Vuitton for another on the go because now when you do, so I don't understand this. We have a little bit of a debt and now we're still going to keep going. The minute it's a dollar, you fucking stop. That is my life advice for everyone because the angst, the, can you imagine the, how is this fun anymore? How is this fun when you're just spending, spending, spending and for what? Because inside you are not happy and you think these shiny objects are going to make you, it really is, I agree with Bethany, is the, yes. It's not like, oh, it's easy for girlfriend to say because she has $25 million in the bank or whatever. She she always, always stood by <laughs> no problem living in the little, you know, parquet floor apartment and the little thing, talking the cookies and shit at the supermarket. and So I am the same way. I will say it again. If something turned in my life, I would get rid of all of this and I would live in a one room studio apartment somewhere and I would be just fine. I would pick myself up on my fucking bootstraps and I would be the same person. So I don't understand it. I don't understand this. I live way below my means too. And it sucks at times because you do, you know, there are things that you want, um, you know, material things, but it's like, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want debt I can't pay, you know, and I want to buy assets that appreciate. And, you know, some handbags do, but a lot of them don't. She's even selling. Kim's even selling now a lot of her stuff. Chanel's, I mean, those increase in value, but she's, I mean, she's offloading a lot of stuff. I think for somebody like Kim, that's a shopaholic though, it's like any addiction. It's like a food addiction an alcohol addiction. I don't even know that it registers like, has she hit the rock bottom? Because a lot of people say she hasn't. She's leaving Croy strictly out of money. It wasn't because they'd fallen out of love. You it's think? I mean, but well, yeah, it, well, it looks like that. Sure. I mean, they're right. They say there's no extramarital. I, I do this. I believe. Listen, first of all, I I just at my first thought was like this marriage, is a, this divorce is a sham, that this is a same same thing back to Eric and Tom when that started. I had the same initial reactions of like, this is a play. Look, at, you don't get out of taxes. That's the, you know, you can declare bankruptcy in a court of law and we pay off our creditors, you know, based on the attachment and, but you don't get out of taxes. So, but I was like, there's more to this and God only knows what else they owe. And this is, they're in love. And this is, which you don't have to, you can get divorced and then do that. And then still, you don't have to really hide that. It's not like Tom, like, you know, criminal stuff, but I, I was like, well, I, I, I don't I, believe I, it, but, but think- now I believe now I believe, I mean, I also talked to my good friend, Carlos King, who's like, oh girl, word on the street is this is real. And I think it's gotten ugly now to the extent that I I believe this is real, but I didn't. I really thought this was a play. And a lot of people online are thinking the same thing, but I think it's real. But right, they're saying there was no extramarital affairs. There was no this, there was no that. Yeah, I think it's, I, I think it's, you have money problems. It leads to a lot of drama, right? Oh, hell yeah. Because again, you're not talking like, okay, shit, we got a hundred grand in debt, which a lot of people come to marriages with because of school and, you know, other things. Maybe you were bad with credit cards when you were young, but you, you know, I mean, that's like manageable. You know, I mean, I, there's so much here. I mean, I'm fascinated because, you know, Brielle, Ariana, the girls, I mean, Kim, they've been hawking lip 
liners, you know, their their swimsuit, that salty whatever, you know, swimsuit line. You know, that stuff, what, what people don't realize, and you know this because you're in business, to launch those things and keep them successful, are it's so much money. It's so much money. Like, to, you don't even realize how much money it is to create your own line. of. You have to have backers and finances. And they made it look like things were great, things were great. I guarantee they invested so much money in those. And were they ever money makers or have they been losing money this entire time? You know, I think I'd read years ago, Croy came to the marriage with seven or eight million dollars from his NFL days. From the the twenty million dollars, did he have twenty million? Was that what he had? I don't know. I I thought like he got a payout or was making twenty million dollars or all right. So I bet it was. I I don't think he hasn't played in the NFL in a long time. So like eight million dollars. You know what? I mean, everyone says things like that. You that's not you know when you say you 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 think it's a lot of money. No, 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 no. It's not. If you even just put eight million in the stock market, which doesn't even always return you ten percent, but it's usually historically a seven eight percent return, right? So so you're making under eight hundred thousand dollars a year. You could live. Hot. You could live really high, but you couldn't live the way that they have lived. I mean, it's it's not that much money. And I mean, they were burning through money. I I don't know. This whole situation is very, it's very sad to me. Um, there's so many players in it. You know, Chef Tracy, the um the What's woman she that, to? right. I mean, the woman that worked for them for a long time when they had the show. Uh, I, I don't think she works for him anymore. Whatever happened to Sweetie, the original assistant? You know, these are the people that know where the bodies are buried. I mean, I I want to hear from them. I mean, I don't know. And, you know, six kids is a lot to support. A lot to support. It's a, a lot, lot to support. It's like, look, I mean, you know, when you also hear things of like, yeah. you know, the one thing I heard, which this disappointed me, Like, look, it's almost a little bit, I guess two things could be true, as I like to say, but it's almost like you have the narrative of like they spend together or she spends and here we are and maybe it's an addiction. But, you know, then did you see that there's now this rumor out there that like she is with some other guy that has a ton of money and he's older. So does that shock you? Would that shock you? It doesn't shock me. It doesn't. But it just it it. Like, look, to me, it is a little bit of a different narrative. Like, scenario A is like, I was in love with Croy. It was all valid and it was all legitimate. And like, these money problems are so egregious that, yes, we are fighting like cats and dogs over this. That's A. B, one is not better than the other. B to me is like, I was with Croy and I, I was in love. I'm not taking that away, but I'm such, I am Erica Jane. The difference is Erica admits this. And I too will only be with someone for money. And I did love Croy and all of that is valid. But yeah, I'm out here because I found another rich guy. It's a little bit of a different narrative for me. It's kind of the same thing, but I don't know. Scenario two spins different for me if it's like, yeah, it's the same result. It's the same result. You have money problems, but it's like, really? Like you went out and found another rich guy? Like then like, is that Oh, it's, it's that's just, her it, thing. It She's the ultimate sugar baby. She's just the ultimate sugar baby. I, I mean, again, that's a huge rumor that's out there. I don't know that that's true. And I think that's why they came out and denied this week that there was an open marriage. There isn't anybody else. Um, 
I, I don't know if I believe that, but do I believe she'll end up with somebody rich again? A hundred and ten percent. I I think. I mean, I feel about her. Well, I mean, I I don't. I feel I I'm. We already established recently, guys, that can't uh, that the the title of that YouTube video, Sarah, was "Have We Become Erica Jane Apologists?" So just oh, just so that. you don't. But That's like, good. there's something about you know, like Catherine Edwards is always like saying. Who would want Erica? You know her story. You know she wants the money. You know, like if you're yeah, like, she seems less thirsty. She yes, seems yes, a gold that, digger. I, I, I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. Twenty years, and I mean, look, I don't know Erica aside from the five minutes we met her, but I believe. I, I wouldn't shock me if she is under disguise. I think she visits Tom. I, I think she. I. I totally believe she's in love with Tom still to this day. I think she will. Tom will die with her helping him. Um, I, Tom made her. I mean, now, yeah. Did he fucking steal from airplane victims to do it? Yeah, we're all furious. And someone, one of our listeners slid in my DMs and same thing. I can't believe you support her. And some other branch of the IRS is investigating her and you wait until they bring her down. You're going to be totally wrong. I don't know. Maybe I am. I find her to be fantastic. I, I love her. I, I don't, don't mind her. Oh, my God. Now, you guys know I love drinking vodka. I talk about it all the time on this podcast. It really is my go-to to have a good time, to relax, to unwind. But right now, I'm not sure I'll ever drink vodka again because I'm obsessed with these Nebula 9 ready-to-drink cocktails. I like to say it's vodka in a can, but okay, it's much more than that. Nebula 9 has great flavored vodka, but I really am obsessed with these like cans. I mean, they're so easy. You just open the can and you drink. Each can has two shots per can. So each can, you drink one can, it's like having two shots of vodka. How great is that? Now, I told you last week, this is very serious, that my favorite flavor was the Palmy Blue Cosmo. I stand corrected. I've spent the past week with these four amazing flavors, Moscow Mule, Pineapple Passion Fruit Paradise, Great Beyond, and the Palmy Blue Cosmo. I stand corrected. I like the Great Beyond the best. Also, there's no added sugar. And so like, you know, sticking on my health kick, it's the summer. This also works for that. Order yours today at nebula9vodka.com and use promo code VELVET for 10% off your order. Of course, always drink responsibly. And of course, you have to be 21 years or older to purchase. That's nebula9vodka.com. Use promo code VELVET for 10% off your order. Enjoy. Until you can prove that she really knew he was swindling these victims, I think she thought, this man's one of the biggest, most powerful attorneys in Los Angeles. Whatever he says, if he deposits $20 million, I mean, I don't think I would question it. And by I mean, the way, I'm not so right. sure. I'm not so sure that she's living above her means now. I mean, uh, yes, she owes this money, but let me just say I one thing. And I'm not like making excuses for Erica, but like from, for someone that is obsessed that my hobby is bags, that's what I buy. She's had the same, you know, yes, the, the the pants are, you know, whatever. And, and you know, Balenciaga and she has the Louis bag. She's, if people, you watch her closely, it's the same bag, the same, you know, ain't, ain't something wearing the same bag twice, honey. Like she's, she's recycling a lot of things. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there that she's, it's, I don't know if she's, if she does make like 900, it's not like she makes zero dollars you know, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. And it's, it, listen, it's one thing, I guess they're two different situations. I just, yeah, I don't know. Kim is just like, let I me think it's going to be harder for Kim because the, the big poppy thing was what really turned people up. I mean, big poppy was married. <clears throat> Everybody in Papa, Atlanta, knew big Papa. Yeah. Big Papa. 
Oh yeah, Big Poppy's the same. Poppy Papa, whatever. I mean, baseball player. Oh, sorry, got sorry it, girl. Big Poppy. You weren't you weren't involved. Sorry, Big Poppy. <clears throat> Big Papa. Okay. Thank you. Big Papa. Everybody knew supposedly who he was around Atlanta. He was married with a whole other family. He was stepping out on this woman. I mean, that to me is sheer. You a sugar baby girl, and you doing anything you can to find a daddy. You know, you don't give a shit if he's married, if he's. That's what, and I think the thing was, she really did fall in love with Corey, but she knew he had this NFL money, and it to me, it's a way different situation. Can, um, Erica versus Kim. I just, I think this is going to get ugly before it gets better. I, I. I I, I do think it's real though. I, I I think this is real and I think it's it's I just and he wants sole custody. I mean, this is gonna get listen again. I mean I I understand what Kathy it. if I was I know, I'm not so sure that he won't. It. I know. I, I, I just I, I I do think Kim is kind of a mess. I do. You know, this is the difference to me, is that Erica, and again, I'm just making these comparisons. Like, again, I'm not giving her a free pass. Like, I do think that she is a smart businesswoman. Like, I do think she understands the numbers and why are we doing this? And yes, when daddy was paying for the pretty mess tour and it was bleeding money, sure, you went on it. But I think now that she's not, like, I think she understands the, like, I think Erica is a brand who is making money. I think Erica's Vegas is going, her Vegas thing is going to make money. It is. I mean, so I don't think Kim understands the concept of right. Like to your point, when there is a lipstick line or a bathing suit, I'm not sure she understands. That's my take of it. I don't think she understands the finances of like when Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank says, take it out back and shoot it. Like, like, again, this podcast is being shut down tomorrow. If we're not making money, I'm, I'm out guys. Love you all. We can keep in touch. I am out. He crashed out. Yontef out. I'm done. So I just don't understand if Kim, you know, I understand passion projects and, and things we like to do in the world. Uh, I, I, I don't know if Kim understands like the, I just, it's like a bigger issue for me. I don't know. It bothers me. Am what I being, mean? am I being judgmental today, guys? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I think everybody has these questions too. I mean, Kim to me is up there with, <clears throat> obviously Nini's the queen, but Kim is, to me, I found her to be so entertaining on Housewives because I think you're right. There's a level of crazy and lack of acknowledgement about how nuts you are. And it's great. And, you know, it's fun to watch. Those are the people we want to watch on TV, even though you guys all rail against it, like with Rinna. We'll talk about that later. Um, <clears throat> I love watching Kim on television. I do. She's unrealistic. The wigs. I mean, the wigs. We're finally going to find out how much all those cost. I wouldn't be surprised, like you said, if she doesn't get sole custody of those kids. I, just, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe she's a really good mother, though. She does seem really close with her girls. She seems like she's done. Uh, I mean, again, you're looking at social media, so I don't know. She the seems social like media shade has started, though. And by the way, I don't think that she's coming back to RHOA. I don't, you saw the thing where Andy, te Andy texted her and is like shocked. I mean, people are shocked. I, there's something about Kim that I get the impression, like, well, first of all, I mean, I don't know, like they don't, I feel like the network isn't like rolling out the red carpet for her right now. I don't. And I talked to Carlos about this recently. Like, I just don't, I don't feel that they are. I, I don't think she's going to be back next season. I just, I don't, I really don't. I mean, the, 
the funny thing is, is Nini has a new boyfriend. This is going on with Kim. We have our Eva Marcel is going through a divorce. Like there's some real life stuff. Cynthia Bailey just got divorced. There's some real life stuff going off with our non-ATLP children's like if this legacy Rony thing works, which Ramona Singer says, you know, there's an announcement coming, we should do a, like, we should do a, a peach in Atlanta legacy girls trip thing is what I'm saying. Because there's a lot going on with these girls that are off the air. We are going to keep you guys posted. I mean, we do have uh, some time. Should we talk about me attending the Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras show? We need to. Wait, I have one more thing before yeah. <clears throat> yesterday. Or should, was or should we talk about that next time? <clears throat> well, I'm curious. Okay, do you want to save it for next time? It might be a whole thing. We might have to do some quicker topics. Yeah. Well, mine, mine was just one really quick thing, which what did you, what do you make of Brielle unfollow? Like, Initially, the girls were like, oh, my God, stunned, supposedly love Croy. Then Brielle unfollows him. I mean, what do you make of all that? Like, do you just think, you know, you just kind of follow your mom? Like, or do you? Yeah. Think- okay. All right. I think you follow your mom. Yes. I think you follow your mom. And there's no question that's where this is going to end. Right. And so here we are, you know, but I do think it's going to get ugly before it gets better. You know, listen, I urge people to go back and listen. I'll have to reshare it uh, to my Brielle chat. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. And it was like, we love Croy. We love Croy. I mean, I, I you can change quickly, but it, it's just interesting to me. Should we, let's talk about everything else except my, um, you know, let's talk about, let's not talk about this. We can talk about the scandal next time, my attending the scandal show. And then we'll talk next time also about me attending the GLAAD Awards and running into uh, my ex-enemy or my my enemy. Not that I have a problem with her. She hates me, Margaret Josephs, and I ran into Jackie Goldschneider uh, this past weekend. Um, so oh, we'll, we'll, we'll save the real life run-ins for the next episode. What else was on our list here I'm gonna have to pull it up of things to discuss. You know what we? Well, yeah. What? 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 I mean, else there's so much. Do you want to talk about Julie uh, Christie of the Chrisleys? Julie Chrisley, sorry. Um, Anything else with Bravo? Um, well, Gina from Real Housewives of Orange County working overtime says she's not on Ozempic. Your thoughts? Thoughts, my dear. Does anyone even care? <laughs> Does anyone even care about Gina Carson Heider? Well, um, I mean, I mean, you're not really excited about <clears throat> um, RHOC and like we um, talked oh, about last episode. No, I'm not really excited about RHOC at all whatsoever. Um, Why do you think that she's denying? I mean, do you think if she's denying this hard, do you think there's a chance that Gina from Real Housewives of Orange County is not on Ozempic? No, I, it's a one shot. You stick it in you and you're not hungry. I don't. Believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe anybody that is loose. Listen, I believe in no, someone. I just was on another. What the hell? I was on some podcast. Oh, I'm going to be on Rachel. You could tell show again coming up. We played it. Ozempic or not, which seems to be the thing that Pat Patrick and Paul played that with me. Like black China looks like a, she had her, her implants taken out. She looks like it's a normal amount of weight loss. Black China, not Ozempic in my professional opinion. I think when there's a drastic, I mean, has anyone seen pictures of Margaret Josephs lately? Like, I know I mean, it's, it's unreal. 
<clears throat> it's I, I don't believe for what I, I don't believe any of them. I don't. And I know for a fact, Margaret's on it. Her mother told me. So uh, sorry, guys, there you go. I'm revealing something. I mean, does anyone care? But like, it's not like, I mean, Teresa, I know Teresa is on it for a fact. Like, these are facts. So just fucking admit it already. Um, I wish they would, because, you know, I mean, everybody's taking it. And I don't believe any of them Our girls here in, in Beverly Hills. I mean, you know, Sutton even commented like her, like she's the only one, maybe Garcelle, not on Ozempic. Sutton is like thin, thin, thin. Um, oh, and do, Crystal, Crystal's not on. Larsa Pippen has a new podcast with uh, the son, <laughs> Marcus Jordan Jr., all right, talk to me. I had seen this the the tweet about this, and it said it was almost like them teasing. Are, are they coming out with a podcast, or are they? That's what it seemed like. Oh my god! You know what we have to talk about next time too is Lisa Rinna and Andy Cohen. Our, our next show is going to be jam packed. Um, and you know we have a big bot update, but from Diana Jenkins too. We have a huge she dropped the suit. She dropped the suit. <clears throat> I want all. I want us to put our uh, speculation hat. Let's have fun. Let's imagine why this didn't happen because there's some interesting. I thought there was some interesting quotes in the story. What? Like that she's behind the bots? Well, no, but you tell me you're the attorney. In one of the news stories I read about it, Diana yeah. Jenkins is going to drop the bot investigation because the judge in it felt like she was not the correct person to pursue it. Now, what the hell does that mean? unless you're involved with it or could be involved with it. And so the judge wanted to appoint somebody else to be the head, kind of the head or the representation of the bot investigation. So Diana says she reached out to Garcelle. Garcelle has never responded. And so no. therefore she's dropping it. Garcelle will never be responding. What do you make of this? Why would a judge say, hey, I don't think you're the right person because maybe emotionally she's too close to it. Or well, I mean, like, as in like, you have no standing, like what's your, what's your involvement? Like, why do you, who are you to, to, to bring a suit to lead this investigation? I mean, I understand Diana's probable analysis of like, I need to clear my name, but I don't know. Does anyone even care? It's like I said in the beginning, we're never going to find out anything about these bots. And Garcelle, I can tell you also, will never be responding to Diana Jenkins ever again. Um, before we kind of wrap up, what about the fact that Andy Cohn in his book, there's a lot of nuggets in the daddy diaries that he is just, he's done with the nanny. <laughs> I mean, we might have to continue this conversation next episode. I, wow. I guess you called it, right? That, that Nini would never be back. I, I think we both started out that way. And then I thought, eh, no, maybe she'll be back. But now I'm like, no, I guess she'll never be back, right? I mean, he basically says what a sad ending to, to I loved her. I respected her. Um, now, you know, a lot of people have mixed feelings about this on Twitter that Andy stole a lot of ideas from her. They stole basically kind of her over-the-top personality and image. And I don't know, guys. I, I think that's so hard to make that allegation because when you sign up to work for a company, you, you're signing away usually any of your ideas you give to them. I mean, that's that's why they're paying you a million dollars a year. I mean – wasn't like this woman was paid 10 cents. I mean, you know, at one point she was very, very highly paid in the network. I just don't know why. I mean, can't Nene file? I mean, can't Nene find? I mean, 
Portia, like um, Kim, can't Nene and somebody from the ATL have the equivalent of two T's? Like Nene to me is so, she should be doing something on her own, a YouTube channel. I mean, look what Kelly and Rick are doing. Now I'm not saying that any of these things are so huge, but it could, listen, I've said this before. I mean, we are not successful and have top podcasts because we're so wonderful and fabulous. We are great at the job, but sticking to the Kim Kardashian school of thought, we get up and work every fucking day. This isn't fun. Like it's, it's, it's fun, but it's, it's work. So, you know, it's not being on a red carpet and getting your picture taken with someone. I mean, all that's great, but the amount of things I turn down versus the amount of things I go to, it's like, I don't have time. I don't want to be making small talk on a red carpet with some fucking housewife and get a goddamn picture. I would rather sit here and do another episode because there's ads that are in it. And we're doing like, this is like, this is where you guys want me. It's not, so I think when people start doing this full time and it's really being monetized, they're like, wow. So I don't know if Nini has that in her. I don't know if she has it in her to stick with, like, why is her YouTube? Why doesn't she have a huge YouTube channel? Like Nini is somebody that the people listening to this podcast right now would turn to. If Nini were recapping this season of RHOA, let's start there to l- blow it off. And she were like, girl, now let me tell you what I heard on the street about Drew Sedora. And I ran into Drew and this thirsty bitch, I mean, whatever Nini had to say, I guarantee you it would be pretty like iconic in a lot of ways, love or hater. And it would be making money and it would be a big thing. Probably out of nowhere it could go viral, right? I mean, so I don't know why Nini isn't like, Girl, listen, I've been fired from every job I have ever had. Do you want to know why? Because I am a fucking entrepreneur, just like Bethany fucking Frankel. I think Nini is just, it's, 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 could she be back on a network? Sure. But I think, girl, you are a lone wolf and that is okay. Some of the most successful people are. You got balls of fucking steel, girl. Why is it Nini should be doing something? She should be doing something. That's the problem with a lot of these creatives. Like they don't have the other side of it. It's the, you have to have the business side of it. And I understand people's minds work differently, but Nini should be doing something. I don't think, she, I really don't think she's going to be back on Bravo. No, I I think from the nuggets that are coming out about from his book, I think they're so done. <clears throat> I mean, you know, the the she filed that lawsuit over well over a year ago, maybe two years ago now, alleging that Bravo and she sued Andy personally, tried to for being racist, essentially that all these things were said behind the scenes by Kim, some producers, they let it slide. They never, they never stop. I mean, I think. I don't think that, I mean, that's the thing you get sued by somebody personally. It's like the show. Yeah. yeah, The show could go down. And yes, I mean, listen, I just said with Carlos, the opposite, not the opposite, but I think, look, I think anything in Hollywood is possible. I think there is a glimpse of hope that, yes, I mean, listen, Carlos and I discussed this. Next season, if this season of RHOA, which is off to a great start, I think it's back. But if the ratings are flat, if you brought Nene and Kim back next season, I guarantee you, right, the ratings would be through. So I think anything is possible. We, We hate people. And then we're best friends with them when we need them in the business. But I still think, so I think it's possible. I stand by everything I just said with Mr. King, but I think it's just unlikely that when there's a lawsuit, like, I just think like you'd have to be so down in the barrel 
to, to go to that person. I do. And, I, then we'll, and then we'll wrap up. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I love what you said, you know, to do what we do too, there's so many aspects of it. You know, you, you have to be good at business. You have to be an entrepreneur. You've got to be a hustler. You've also got to be amazing at an interview. You know, a lot of people don't do well hosting by themselves. Maybe she's not really good at that. I mean, well, Teodora wasn't, I mean, what's, um, you know, that singer that sings Jack and Diane, that guy, John Mellencamp, his daughter wasn't good on her own. Melon Ball, but Melon Ball figured out that she's good co-hosting and that's what's worked, right? I mean, so I don't know. There's so many things to it. Same with the YouTube channel. And you know, like you said, it ain't fun. There's a there's a huge aspect of it that just is not fun. Hours and hours in front of a fucking computer by yourself. Ugh, boring. And, and that's you know, and the problem is though, is a lot of what happens is people hire these podcasting companies and consultants. They spend thou they don't need to. You know, you can you can have just as successful as a show and your overhead can be so low, but people don't they don't know how to do it. And I don't know. And I, you know, it's, it's why I don't know that we'll ever get a Wendy Williams. I think Wendy would kill it too, but and, and there's a lot more going on with Wendy. I Girl, think. I don't I think, think that's ever happening. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think it is either. Happening. And it's so sad she'd kill it, but I don't think we're ever again, like I said, we're not happening today in another lifetime. David and Sarah are start. We talked about this many times. We will start a podcast network. We'll have everyone underneath us. I'll get a percentage of your overhead and it'll all get taken care of. Wendy Williams will we be signing. We have a very strict way. Like, but a lot of, you know, that's the thing. And, I, I, you know, I moved out to L.A. to be a producer, it, it, which I'm slowly becoming. But I will say this in the industry is I know people that have gone to her with a lot of project ideas. And I just, I don't know. I think there's something there. She doesn't want to do it or doesn't get it. Or I, I just think. She's think like, Wendy there. Williams is like Danielle Staub. They are great, but they get in their own way. Yeah. On that note, people, okay. we got to talk about the Tom Scand Sandoval show the next time and this Rena shit. So, Sarah, behind right. Velvet Rope for me, where are we going to find you? At the Sarah Fraser Show. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear subscribe 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 on apple podcasts under behind the velvet rope and when you're done subscribing feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count we read each and every one of them we post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going and we really appreciate everything you guys say especially the positive ones and if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.